0: Hello, and welcome to A Pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan. My pronouns are he, him, and today I am joined by...
1: Hey there, guys. My name is Tyler. Our pronouns are he, him, I'm going to be playing uh, Ricky, the fire-affected street exorcist.
2: Hi, everybody. My name's Christina. I will be playing Elyon. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, and Elion's pronouns are they, them. Uh, they are a water-aspected investigator.
3: Hi, everyone. My name's Cody. Pronouns are he, they, and I play Amalar Divine, the air-aspected shady businessman.
4: Hi, my name is Britt, and I play Resh Ferris. My pronouns are she, her, as well as Ferris's. She is a wood-aspected dragon-blooded who has a familiar named Zeke, who is a ferret, and she's kind of a performer, petty theft.
0: And this is exalted, like a dragon blooded. Uh, last time on uh, like a dragon blooded, the guys went off and did things, as did Elian. So the, about three days have passed before the current time frame. So I have a question for Ferris. How would you like to spend three days of downtime, essentially? Are there any, like, fun things you'd like to do? Any NPCs you'd like to interact with?
4: I guess I would just kind of hang out and maybe maybe um, look into the family's affairs to see if there's anything worth, like, important pertaining to, like, me and the group that we could probably build off of or something.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, so when you say the family's affairs, do you mean... Uh, specifically, do you want to look into anything internal or external? Um,
4: probably internal.
0: Okay. So as far as internal affairs go with the family, you do have a pretty, uh, a pretty big knowledge source to pull from that isn't, uh, divine considering that your older brother is in town. Uh, he obviously doesn't know everything that goes on, but he does have a pretty good idea, big picture wise, of uh, where that you could start or anything that might be of interest to you. So, uh, Ferris, uh, you go to meet with your brother, uh, Resh Bullar. Where do you meet him at? Do you just meet him at a random shop or do you uh, have a preferred hangout in town now that you've been here for about two weeks?
4: Honestly, I I feel like our preferred hangout is uh, Minami's place.
0: All right. The Desert Basilisk, a classic for uh, hangouts for uh, crime families. It also helps that, you know, at least one of the families owns this place. So you uh, sit down with your brother and are enjoying on... On his or your dime, it doesn't really matter. It all goes to the same place, really. But you all are enjoying a nice lunch. The Desert Basilisk serves all manners of food. uh, But some of their more famous things are specific cuts of uh, desert animals, uh, like meat-wise. What what kind of food would Ferris be eating for lunch?
4: You know, I never really thought about it, but probably... More like, I don't want to say full on vegetarian, but definitely like more vegetarian with like a little bit of meat here and there. I mean, fish or like the occasional animal that they kill just to have food wise, but I think she would focus primarily on like vegetarian type dishes. So like noodles and salads and fruits and veggies.
0: Okay, so then you probably have a nice sized uh, bowl of noodles with a few choice cuts of fish. Uh, you guys are in a uh, in a port city, so fish is a, a pretty common staple of of everyone's diet here. Sitting next to you at 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 the little bar at Manami's place uh, is your brother, who is chowing down on a hearty uh, uh steak. And just kind of like tearing into it. Okay, so we're gonna do. Okay, give me just a second. Oh, oh man, that hit the spot. So, um, you needed the lay the laydown on what the, the other families are doing. Uh, so what are you gonna do? Some? Uh, are you planning on doing some like, uh, like like internal espionage? Are you gonna turn into my little internal affairs girl?
4: I mean, it's definitely. Something that's kind of interesting. I like to know what's going on, not being in the dark.
0: All right. Well, uh, Minami's boss, the guy who runs this joint, uh, they just got us a foothold out in, out in the West, uh, running some, uh, running out of, uh, a a new pirate Island that uh, got discovered a couple years back. Pretty big, uh, black market trade out there. And we've got a couple little, uh, Couple new experimental drugs that uh that the guy who runs the island's cooking up for us.
4: Okay, that's good to know. And is this uh this on the hush hush, like only a need to know type basis?
0: The island itself, no, but the drugs, yeah, we're uh we don't want to get out to the the guild that we're trying to get into the uh the performance enhancing uh, side of things.
4: So what's the cover story?
0: for the drugs, well I mean just don't don't let it out that we that we're working on them.
4: And if anyone asks what we're doing with the island, like why do we have that island or
0: whatever? Oh, we just have a foothold there. We don't have the island. Uh what the, we're doing there is it's a pirate den. It's a great place to fence stolen goods.
4: Ah, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm following.
0: Yeah, the uh one of the ladies who runs the uh who runs the island has been uh has been my fence for uh for about a uh, two decades now. Uh, as far as any other families are concerned, uh, obviously you know that you have uh, your... Uh, obviously you have the subsidiary clan, the baronados here that sprung off of y'all's family. Uh, they're looking to sink their teeth into uh, some of the newer territories that, we, that we're that working on, on acquiring. And I heard tell that the Kajaks might be coming down this way. They're... Uh, they're still a little sore after uh, after your matriarch uh, sent them uh, sent them uh, running with their tail between their legs out of Lukshai a couple years back. But yeah, the uh, the Kajaks uh, left out uh Lukshai after they did some uh, after their former uh, matriarch did some shady things. So uh, they're biting at the bit, trying to uh, to fi- to find something new to sink their teeth into.
4: All right, good to know
0: as far as any like business opportunities i don't know like within the family uh just being a being a messenger between them could be could be pretty lucrative uh, but it would take you traveling a lot more than you might like and i know you all have uh you all have very specific things to do in this city
4: all right um Besides, uh, those two things, uh, uh, what, anything else I should know about?
0: Well, I mean, what are you interested in?
4: Anything I should worry about. Something that could cause me bigger problems later on. Just so I can kind of keep an eye out and make sure I don't run into those bigger problems. Or at least I'm prepared for them.
0: The bigger problems? Uh, only real big problem I can think of is if anyone from the, uh... If anyone from the Gagari family shows up, just get on out of here. They're they're loyal, but they're also bad news. There tends to be uh, there tends to be collateral damage where they go. You know, from uh, experience and living with the family and everything is, is that the Gagari family is something that is not talked about uh, lightly in public. They're kind of a rumor that, you know, exists. Uh, In reality, they're kind of like the assassin clan uh, of the family.
4: All right. Good to know. So if I know they're around, I should leave. But if they're like an assassin, it'd be very hard to know if they're around sometimes.
0: At least until they start swinging. Then uh, then things get real. So uh, I guess that with that out of the way, unless of course there's anything else, uh, your brother finishes up his food. Uh, pays for the both of you and kind of sticks his hands in his pockets and looks to you and just goes. All right, then, well, I've got to get out of here. I've got a little bit more work to do prepping for uh, people to come into the city before I leave. Uh, I'll be around if you need me.
4: All right. Um, Thanks for the information. And it was good seeing you.
0: Yeah, don't worry. I'll be around for a while. And he just kind of heads off. Uh, Britt, at this point, um, you would have heard or overheard from Manami that the rest of your gang is preparing for the grand opening in three days of a uh, host club and iced coffee joint.
4: Okay.
0: And that. And if there's nothing else that you would like to do with those three days, that is where that we're going to time skip to. Because basically everybody else kind of did uh, prep for this weird party that they're all throwing.
2: And by everybody else, you mean the boys did the prep for it. And Elyon just did investigating.
0: Elyon
3: got us the invite list.
2: Uh, I don't technically know if that's true or not. But I guess? I mean, you know who to keep an eye out for and not to invite and who might be in town? You know, like, the Gregari? There's two that could be in town?
3: Nah, you totally invite them because they're not the type of people you want to show up without an invite. That's how you become collateral damage.
4: So, is this, like, a party party? Or, like, like, we need to dress up ish nicely? Or just a... This is happening. Be there.
3: It's like a like a grand opening press event.
4: If it's that kind of party, I'll go. I'll get an outfit. I'm not going to invite anybody, but I'll will get an outfit. You want to be my date? Sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the platonic dates.
0: <laughs> if you're going to go and uh, dress up nice, then I have a question for you, uh, Ferris. Where who, who do you go to for an outfit?
4: I'm going to ask Minami who the best uh, person to go to is for that since he would know the chiaroscuro better than me.
0: Uh Minami looks at you from over a or from like behind the kitchen with like a bunch of like meat cooking on, on a grill and he just kind of goes, "You want my actual fucking opinion or do you want to do, do do you want to know what that uh what I should say?"
4: Um actual opinion.
0: Actual opinion is, uh, you, the best, uh, well, if you're, if you're looking to blend in with, with, uh, with the, uh, the best place to go is actually going to be one of the shops in the inner city near the, uh, near the Tricon's palace. Real great place. there. going to make you blend in with, uh, with the Chiriscurans, no, no, uh, natives. Now, if you want something a little bit more flashy, uh, you know, the, you know, the person to go to for that.
4: Desert balloon.
0: Ding, ding, the little lady gets a prize. And he is going to uh, slide like a piece of like chocolate cake from like across the bar to you.
4: I will take the chocolate cake, give him a smile. Um, So the first option sounds better. I think blending in instead of being too flashy would be a good idea. Um, Are you going to the party?
0: Now I got to run this fucking joint.
4: Do you want to go to the party?
0: I think I'll pass. It's not really uh, my thing. Also, Ricky's going to be there.
4: What does Ricky have to do with anything?
0: <laughs> that guy's an ass. He, ma- he made me go and get- make a deal with an Iceman for him.
4: How about this? You come to the party with me, and I'll make sure Ricky doesn't bother you.
0: He thinks about it for a moment. You'd do that for me? You'd intercept that schmuck for me?
4: Yeah, I would. Just because I also like fucking with him.
0: Yeah, okay. The dinner rush ain't that great anyway when Ricky ain't Park Lucille out here. And that and that uh, that old broad is going to be down in the undermarket anyway.
4: Excellent. So I will either see you there or I can come by here and we can go there
0: together. I'll meet you there. I think I know the way. All right. See you there. So are you going to uh, the Chiriscurin, Taylor, then? Or the oh. Desert Bloom?
4: I'm going to go to the cheer steering tailor and I don't want to get something that's like too bland. I want to get something on the nicer side of things. Definitely different, but I don't want to be boom in your face. Flashy like the boys probably are.
0: You go from uh, the outer city to the inner city uh, towards the Tricons palace, which is one of the larger uh, skyscrapers that has been adorned. Uh, with uh, the colors of the nomadic tribe of the Delzin. there is a small building that has been built up almost right next to it. Uh, that I- that is the building that Minami has uh, asked you to come in uh, to to go to for uh, for your attire. Um, walking up to it. It has uh, no door on it and just like open windows, uh, which is pretty common for a uh, desert building. Uh, you know, you want the you want what little wind that you can get to blow through and cool the place down. Peeking inside, you can see that most of the uh, most of the uh, the clothes here are uh, very uh, fine. Uh, they're not gaudy, but they do glitter in uh, what sunlight comes through. Um, And they have a nice uh, bit of embroidery. It is very loose fitting clothes that um, would the best way that I can put it is would leave little to the imagination about what your form looks like.
4: Okay, Um, I'm thinking probably something similar to like Princess Jasmine from Aladdin.
0: Uh, yes, very similar to that.
4: All right, I'm down. I'll probably uh, I'll probably ask, you know, someone to help and then uh, maybe pick out something that they... Basically let the people do their job, you know, outfitting people, figuring out what would look best and then what colors would go best and stuff like that with my current colors and state since I'm like a greenish tint with the brown bark.
0: Okay, so... You walk in and are immediately greeted by a uh, by a large, by a not large like portly, but just like tall, but and like kind of like bean beanpole, beanpole thin uh, person with a veil over their face that is adorned with multiple little accoutrements on the end. Ah, yes, hello, come in, come in, how are you? It's nice to see a new face in in my shop. How, How can I help you?
4: Uh, yeah, I'm looking for a new outfit for a, like, a grand opening.
0: A grand opening, you say? Well, what is this grand opening? A host club? I, they stop, think about it for a moment. What is a host club?
4: It's just a nice event. I'm honestly not entirely sure what all it's about either, but a couple of uh, friends of mine are opening it up.
0: Oh, well, fantastic, then. We can't have you looking not the part. So they kind of walk up to you and start, like, sizing you up, like, glancing over you uh, with their eyes, and it's a very... It's a very intimate feeling but not in a uh not in any kind of like sexual way it's like this person is like literally like measuring you up for like the kind of clothing that uh they think that you would look well in
4: gotcha like you know typical people would do get all like all up in your business to measure
0: yes exactly so I think that I might have a couple things in your uh, particular size. Uh, I we can color doesn't matter, but what that I'm look, but what that I'm more interested in. Are you going to this host club grand opening? To let's say, are you trying to assert your power? Is this more of a uh, looking for a husband kind of thing?
4: Uh, when they say looking for a husband, I just kind of, like, shake my head kind of quickly. Oh, no, no, no. Just, uh, I don't want to look like, I don't want to blend in with the crowd, but I also don't want to be in your face. Something that's, like, naturally beauty, not flashy beauty.
0: Okay, so then we want something that's mute and, uh, well, not mute, but subtle and matches your skin tone and all the other little markings on you, as opposed to be having a punch in the face that uh, makes all the men either want to uh, bow down before you or start peacocking around you.
4: Yeah, that sounds about right, but I know where to go if I do want the other option.
0: I assure you we can find both you can find both here essentially Brit, the, the the main difference between you going to this person is you this person is going to dress you up in the chiaroscuro style which is again kind of like the princess jasmine kind of look like there's not a whole lot left to the imagination but it is uh classy whereas if you went to desert bloom um you are going it is going to be like a jojo's bizarre adventure level of like fashion
4: yeah no i i definitely want the more subtle the subtle princess look not the in your face bow down to me look
0: so uh he goes and finds a bunch of clothes for you uh hands them over asks you to try them on uh essentially whatever colors that you think are good that would go well with uh ferris would be what that you get uh the the colors aren't Uh, Different colors aren't hard to find, but I also am not someone who knows almost anything about fashion.
4: No, I got you. I'd probably pick like light purples, lavenders, maybe some like robin egg blues, stuff like that. Like pastel colors almost, but not quite full on pastel.
0: Okay, so you get that um, and he rings you up for it. Uh, so who shall I be sending the uh, the bill to?
4: Ooh, the temptation to say my brother is strong. You can send the bill to Resh Bilar with a note that says, thanks for the new outfit for the party, bro.
0: This person nods and you see them scribble the name down and then light it and then uh, pull out a... Uh, like a tinderbox or like a match and then lights it on fire. It's done. I'm sure that they'll get it in uh, about five minutes.
4: Wonderful. Thank you.
0: So with you having uh, acquired a dress for the, uh, the grand opening, anything else you'd like to do?
4: No, I guess I'll just make my way to uh, where I need to go and obviously get ready and then eventually go find my, uh, my date.
0: Okay, uh, so you go and get ready, and we're going to pan the camera uh, down to the undermarket where that Amalar Divine is prepping for the grand opening with his crew of the Cordial Crane. So, Divine, tell me, uh, how have you been helping the crew prep? I mean, obviously, you've prepped by going and getting a date, but how have you helped your crew prep?
3: All right, so. First thing: Is there anybody that seems like they're uh, reluctant to be picking up the new way of things? Like, doesn't want to learn how to do how to make iced coffees or talk to somebody without trying to fuck them?
0: Some could say that uh, th- that that a host club is just a longer way of going to a brothel.
3: I mean, fair.
0: The people who uh, remained with you, no.
3: Gotcha, gotcha. Because if there was, I was going to use opening MindsGate to uh, make them want to learn. But I guess what I'm going to focus on, because, you know, I don't think our hosts need much teaching on how to uh, sell their personalities my big thing is going to be passing along the knowledge I gained of making the best iced coffee.
0: So, uh, you teach them how to grind the coffee, how to make the coffee, how to let it steep or whatever, and then how to pour it over ice properly for the maximum amount of, for the maximum amount of, uh, flavor profile.
3: Yeah. So for the maximum flavor profile, you want to cold brew your coffee, so we need to the openings in how many days?
0: Uh, I believe that technically it's supposed to be tonight, but obviously this was the, the prep work that happened in the background. So let's say that you had uh, two days.
3: Dope. So Divine kind of looks. Well, he doesn't look up at the sky because they're in the undermarket. Kind of looks around, peeks around for any sun that might be peeking through. and discerns sense time, and he's like
0: there there is sun that's peeking through because remember there was a hole in that got blown into the undermarket.
3: Oh, yeah, so it's really easy to see uh, discern that yeah, we should uh start making our cold brew now. So what you want to do is you want to put the coffee grounds in a bucket filled with ice to start and let the ice slowly melt over the coffee. and that will give you the most mellow flavor without any of the harshness of a hot-brewed coffee that is then watered down by the ice. And pretty much use my sagacious elder instruction because I don't know how cold brew works. I know it's something like that. You just put it in the refrigerator, but you don't put it on ice. To uh, give them... pretty much give them bonus specialties with the uh, coffee as long as they follow the instructions.
0: Now, is this a, is this a lore role or is this a socialized role? I mean, it's a charm. So is it under lore or social? Yeah,
3: it's a, uh, the sagacious Elder's instruction is a lore. Pretty much it's when the dragon blood gives advice to another character and successfully rolls to introduce that fact that supports it that character gains temporary specialty based on that advice.
0: Okay. So here is the deal with that. So first off, what is your intelligence?
3: My intelligence is four.
0: Okay. So this, uh, this specialty will last for four days for them. Assuming that you're, that you're able to pull it off. Assuming that you are able to pull it off only about, Four out of these ten people that you have uh, for opening night actually have any points in craft cooking, so they're so they're the only ones who are able to actually take the specialty.
3: Gotcha, gotcha. Which I'm teaching them how to cold brew, so that's the like that's another big thing about doing the cold brew is like those four can work on prepping it, and then after that, it's just pouring it into a cup. It's just a cold cup.
0: Right, exactly. But still, I'm, I'm letting you know that you only have four people as opposed to ten who can do it. Right. Gotcha, gotcha.
3: And that role uh, is intelligence plus lore to introduce effect right?
0: Yes, it is. I will say this is going to be a difficulty three, uh, which is pretty much the standard difficulty. But I'm going to give you a two-dot stunt uh, which is two extra dice and a automatic success because you sounded like you knew what you were talking about with the cold brew.
3: I actually do know what I'm talking about with cold brew, but divine doesn't. So like I had to throw in the wrong facts. Uh, do I get my specialty for bad advice since it is the wrong fact?
0: Okay. So now I'm curious, what would you, what would you giving him, giving them the bad advice actually do? What do you mean by that? So if you give them wrong advice, that means that the coffee's going to be fucked up.
3: Uh, It means that it's not going to be the way that it's supposed to be. It's going to be different, not necessarily fucked up. Bubblegum was a fuck up. Doesn't make it bad.
0: Well, we can agree to disagree on that later. Uh, Pretty
3: much, I'm going for bad advice because, you know, everybody knows that the way you make coffee is you brew it hot through a filter with hot water not put it over ice and let the ice melt so that it brews slowly over time
0: okay okay i see i see where you're coming from with this okay it's like different advice it's not necessarily bad advice but it is way different and people are going to give you looks for it right yeah i'll i'll give you that extra specialty dice for that all right
3: so that is eight successes
0: Okay, hot damn, Cody. So not only are you able to introduce this fact about how to make cold brew, I'm going to give the cold brew some bonuses when the actual thing opens up. Is there any other stuff besides the coffee stuff that you want to give people advice on?
3: I reckon like once I've got the, once I've got them sufficiently trained in coffee pretty much just socializing with the uh hosts to get them all loosened up and pretty much work out any pre-opening nerves. Okay then. Um like hey, let's run this through. Talk to me like I'm one of your French girls.
0: So you go through and there are So like I mentioned before, there are 10 people who are going to be opening for you. Four of them are not on coffee duty, but they're the ones who you kind of want to keep in reserve unless of course that you uh, get super busy. So then they, uh, they can keep stuff uh, so they can keep prep going in the back of the house. Right. Um, Four of the other uh for uh four of the remaining six are about you would say mediocre to pretty good with the socializing thing and then they're kind of like in a mix of range of appearances like no one is like an appearance 1 with the monstrous merit but there are some who you uh who like it's very obvious that like desert blooms uh costume choice for them is what's really making them shine a little bit more and then you have two people who you would probably say are like your stars there is one younger lady uh named uh hasula who is a natural at talking to people and uh, speaking with confidence and kind of doing like all the host club stuff where they try to like lead the conversation a little bit towards fun topics, but making you the customer feel, uh, feel like it's a natural thing. Right. And then there is a, I don't want to say middle-aged, but like, like mid 20s younger man who is uh by the name of uh Taihiro who is like appearance 5 like just radiates beauty and everything has has like the social presence of someone who has never really had to try to talk to someone for a living
3: gotcha so he's the one we'll be working on
0: Ah, see you're 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 picking up what I'm putting down.
3: Yeah. Hey boy, you're real pretty. Let's teach you how to talk.
0: Uh y- yeah, sure thing, boss. Uh what 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 can I do for you?
3: Okay. I know you you probably got a lot of nerves cuz it's going to be a big night. But you are the prettiest person in the room, and I need you to know that and flaunt that and sell that
0: he uh, noticeably blushes at your compliment and looks away bashfully. Okay. Uh, hmm. Well, uh, boss, how about you? Like, I, I know that you've done a lot of the training with all the, all, all the, all the ladies, but you know, they're already pretty confident. Maybe, maybe you could help me.
3: Absolutely. Uh, that's, What I kind of came over here for, like, you, uh, we need to work on your confidence. The, you have a bit of a stutter. Is that a speech impediment or is that nerves?
0: Uh, nerves. I've, I've never had to, back when we were a brothel, it was just, and, and he kind of like flexes and like. Kind of like just does like the, you know, like the I only had to work from like work with my body, not with my mouth.
3: We can work that to your advantage. When it was a brothel, did you ever have customers ask you to be mean to them?
0: Uh, yeah, and, and I couldn't do it. That was it was too weird. What if
3: we pretend that. Your nerves are because you think you're better than everyone. It's easy for people to believe that when somebody's good looking, you don't have to talk. You just have to look good, make eye contact. And I can work with you on that one. I can teach you how to talk with just your eyes and then look away and walk away. They'll be coming to you.
0: Yeah, boss. Sure thing. If you want me to just talk, Without talking, I'm sure that I can figure out a way to do that.
3: What do you want to do? Because I can teach you confidence. I can get you where you need to be. Do you think we can do it in the
0: next two days? He takes a moment and looks to you and is like, For real, do you want me to actually a- actually answer that?
3: Yeah, well no, wouldn't I want you oh right. Uh, Yes, I want you to always feel comfortable speaking freely to us and letting us know what your thoughts
0: are. I'd like to actually be able to talk to girls if I can. And guys. I'm very nervous around them.
3: (laughs) All right. I've got you, kid. Here's what you do. First thing, you got the pose and you got the body language. You got to believe in yourself and i am so like like i said first thing first is believing in yourself i already told you you're the prettiest person in this room you've got the physique you've got the looks you've got the charm you've got this certain uh hmm, how do they call it a cute inexperience and we can we can play to that for now and we can't practice just me and you we we've got to go out and practice on people so let's me and you take a walk and i would like to pretty much walk him through the undermarket just flirting with strangers
0: all right uh so you and this kid are going to just go through the undermarket and flirt with strangers
3: yeah like me- it's like flashcards, but with people. Watch me do it. Now you do this one. I'll do this one. Now you do this one. But yeah, kind of like immersion therapy of practicing on the people that aren't going to matter before. Like, I know it's not the same. But like, talking to somebody he doesn't want to talk to is easier than talking to somebody he's nervous about talking to because he wants to talk to them. So practice on people he doesn't care about.
0: All right, so you guys go around and uh, start talking. Is there any kind of is there any way that you want to like manipulate this with charms or anything, or is this just going to be a like, hey, my boss spends a day with me, so I am going to have a minor intimacy of I am going to try for my boss? Because I figured that what you were trying because I figured that what you are trying to do is you are trying to instill a a new like emotion or intimacy in him. That is more or less like self, con- uh, maybe not self-confidence, but like my boss believes in me. So I believe in me.
3: That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Cause I don't have the charm to let me share flawless study focus with somebody yet soon. All right. I actually, so I think that one only lets me share it with dragon blood in the party, but yeah, pretty much want to instill the intimacy of, My boss believes in me, so I'm more confident.
0: So in that case, I'm going to say that because you're going about it in a more. uh, You're more showing and teaching how that it's all done. I'm going to say this is going to be a charisma and socialize role. Dope. Uh, And because you stuck around for, for the whole RP and everything, I'm going to count that as a two dot stunt as well.
3: Dope. And because we're doing it with Cheroscurans, I've got that specialty. And then I'm going to use six motes. So I'm going to use six motes for three more auto successes. Okay. So ten successes.
0: Blowing this child's entire resolve pool out of his entire asshole, you have instilled a... Minor intimate, a minor positive principle of my boss believes in me. So I believe in me or my boss's confidence is my confidence.
3: Good enough for me,
0: which means that essentially, so long as that you're so long as that you are being confident around him, he will kind of emulate that. But the moment that you start deflating, he also will start deflating. Dope. Dope. And obviously, if this continues to be a lucrative business relationship, at some point you can try to influence him to increase that uh, intimacy from minor to major level, or maybe even change it to being his own confidence.
3: Yes. Yes. I will build this boy into a man.
0: Yes, you, you destroyed that man's uh, entire resolve pool of two.
3: Yeah. I just had to make sh- you know if I didn't spin that, that I would have botched that, right? Because that's how those rolls work.
0: Yeah, I know. And I assume that you got that from your personal pool. Yes. Okay.
3: Because I don't think a well-bred dragon-blooded uh, starting to light up is going to really boost his confidence that he, as a normal person, can have that same confidence.
0: Right. All right, then. Uh, So you go and do that. Is there anything else that you would like to do in preparation for this? No, I think that pretty much
3: sums up uh, what my thoughts on it are. I got the flyers in a high traffic place, got my date set up, got the coffee in order, got everybody good to go for socializing. I'm just going to be writing my speech for opening night.
0: Divine, you are in charge of opening ceremonies. Would you like to tell me how that that goes?
3: Yes. As a crowd of people gather in front of the cordial crane, the doors and windows are all closed. There's not a single light peeking out. The entire building has... Had a hasty, but much-needed makeover. And just as a hush falls over the crowd, the door to the business opens. And out steps Divine wearing classic look-shy and finery with his date for the night, Aaliyah, escorted on his arm and the two of them are flanked on either side by Hassula and Tahiro uh, stepping out in front of the crowd Divine clears his throat and begins to glow as he speaks to the crowd I want to use uh, six motes out of my Peripheral pool to that way it makes my anima glow as I address the crowd. Yes, I'm using that on my loquacious courtier technique.
0: Okay. To add
3: uh, successes to my socialized role. Okay. Uh, Flanked on either side, dressed in their uniforms made by Desert Bloom, are The two top performers, Hasula and Taihiro. And Divine begins to glow as he addresses the crowd with a confident, almost booming voice. Heathens, sheathens, and theyathens, commoners and cons alike, welcome to the cordial crane, home of Cheriskiro's finest company and cold coffee. Who among us hasn't dreamed of the day they could be doted on by a familiar face? Enjoying that bittersweet taste. The greatest refinement you can find. There is no other place in creation where you can fall in love with our dear Hosula here, or be shown by the world by our own hero, Taihiro. Without any further ado, I welcome you all to the grand opening of the Cordial Crane. And then he stretches his arms out and steps aside.
0: All right, then. Uh, well, I guess in that case, I'll give you, since that was really well done, uh, I'm going to give you a three dot stunt for that. If you had spent any, if you had any lost willpower, you can take a, take a point back for that. Hey. With that in mind, um, did you want to make that a uh, uh socialize role? Yeah.
3: To pretty much, pretty much build everybody's hype oh. and instill that. uh
0: Right. Yeah. So let me tell you how, wh- how much you're going to be rolling. Since you're going to be rolling to socialize with a large group of people, it is at a minus three penalty.
3: Yeah, so that just cancels out the uh, three successes that I get. No, because it's minus three dice, not
0: success. Yeah, it's minus three dice, not minus three. Uh, yeah. No, no, it is actually uh, uh, penalties like that are actually uh, counted on successes, not dice.
3: Gotcha. So that'll just cancel out the charm,
0: right? So that'll cancel out the charm. You then get the, uh, the one from, uh, you then get the one from the stunt. And if you wanted to, you could use a point of willpower that will be automatically brought back to you for an extra success.
3: Yeah, I'll do that. So that's two successes and then rolling the same amount of dice as a, uh, two dice not gets you yep
0: so that's 10 successes hot damn buddy what do you want to do with this role didn't think that far ahead did you
3: nah I really just wanted to glow it was more for the fanfare instill a minor intimacy of uh, customer loyalty repeat patronship
1: y'all come back now
3: you hear Or diminish any, uh...
0: Diminish any intimacies?
3: Yeah, diminish any intimacies that would, uh... Prevent them from spending money or having fun.
0: Hmm. Tell you what. I'm gonna put this in the bank as something to be used for... Because, like, it's so hard to, like say that you would give them like repeat customership when that you've never tasted their stuff. Like for all that, you know, like some of the people coming in, aren't ice coffee just isn't for them because there is a a part of the system where it just goes, Oh, they can just spend willpower and, you know, deny things. Right. So what that I think that this should do is those 10 successes. I'm going to bank for you. And throughout the night, If at any point you get, uh, you want to throw some extra successes at it, I'll just let you, and you can even use that uh, towards any roles that, uh, any social roles that any of your compatriots make as well that you're there for the scene with as well. I dig that. It's not technically how the system's supposed to work, but again, like since no one's actually tried your stuff, and this is a wholly new concept to the area, like. I feel like that makes the most sense.
3: Yeah. Host with the most pool.
0: So uh, with Divine and uh, his compatriots uh, giving their speech, the Cordial Crane is now open. Besides Divine, who is the first to arrive? I
4: can go next if uh, no one else wants to go.
0: That sounds fantastic. So uh, Resh Ferris and her air quotes date Minami show up. Minami, uh, as we've already discussed that, uh, Ferris has a, uh, lavender and, uh, blue, uh, kind of, uh, cheer and culture, like a very, like, loose silks and everything, uh, that expose a little bit more of her body than, uh, than normal. Uh, we already know what that Ferris looks like coming down, but Minami has a, uh, Minami, on the other hand, uh, dresses up. He has a uh the the normally like unruly hair that he has has been pulled back into a uh a tight ponytail and straightened out um he is wearing a uh a pair of slacks uh that are uh a pair of slacks and a nicely ironed uh white shirt that is surprisingly stained not not stained uh, he has dressed up simple but it's effective in showing off his uh, fairly well toned physique he doesn't look bad but he doesn't stand out like the hosts do the hosts on the other hand uh, you can tell at a very quick glance Ferris that these costumes and dress options were absolutely designed by Desert Bloom. They aren't gaudy so much as they are interesting and appealing to look at. Uh, they accentuate curves where that they where that they should and let the eye wander where that it where that it must to get the maximum value out of the people. Uh, the weird thing about this, though, uh, from our own uh, actual reality towards uh, uh, the the reality that is exalted is that the more scantily clad people uh, are actually the more scantily clad dressed. People are the men like you can see like the hip divots on them. And it's like kind of like peacocking and like teasing them teasing like the ladies a little bit whereas the ladies are a little bit more demure uh not showing as much skin um a lot of their dresses and everything more exude kind of a kind of a subtle power to it like they're the ones who are in charge it's like how that uh how that a a uh, a scantily clad lady is sexy, but also a a guy in a nice suit is sexy. It's just been reversed.
4: Gotcha. I'm glad I uh, did not go with Desert Bloom then.
0: <laughs> oh, they they would have dressed you up like you're like you're gonna go out and step on someone.
4: Yeah, I didn't want that. <laughs> Remember, Ferris is supposed to look very innocent, even though she will fuck you up.
0: Oh, I know. It would just—I thought that it would be funny you trying to talk them down from uh, giving you an outfit like that.
4: I kind of played that in my head a bit, and I decided to not.
0: Fair enough. So uh, Minami uh, strolls up to you and offers his arm uh, for you both to go and walk into the uh, the host club.
4: I will accept that offer and link arms, and we'll walk up to the host club.
0: All right, you both uh, stroll in. Who would show up next? I assume it's going to be Elian since Ricky is late. I guess so. Elian, uh, do, do, does Elian have a date?
2: I was going to talk to you about trying to figure something out, but since I couldn't think of anything good for it, probably not.
0: Um, I'm sure that there are willing suitors or just people who would love to be arm candy.
2: Yeah, when you put it that way, I'm just going to come up by myself.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Then you're totally open. <laughs> an o- you're totally open season for uh, for the for the array of hosts to come and bother you. Target acquired.
2: Good fucking luck.
0: So, uh, walking in. No, I could uh, have
2: been cheeky and invited Thanos. <laughs> that was a debate. That was a hard debate. Oh,
0: Do you want to? Because if you do recall, uh, Divine did leave uh, the flyers and everything. Oh, wait, no. Divine left it with uh, Samir's secretary.
3: Yeah, but I was going to send the guys uh, Porky the Pig's hands with an invitation.
2: Okay. So my contact works for the guild, would it per- be perceived as uncouth unprofessional or potentially would get them in trouble for them to show up here with me as somebody who obviously is against the guild and pretty much you know works for a crime family and everything
0: i would say yes and also that person is married so they wouldn't show uh so they think that it their uh, their their partner might not enjoy that
2: That's fair. I mean, it'd be a strictly platonic thing, not like an actual date date, but I wouldn't want them to get in trouble any, any facet. So.
0: I mean, you're the investigator here. I'm sure that you can find a way to invite whoever you want in Chiroscuro minus maybe a few people.
2: I think I'm just going to show up alone. Like I have different things in my head that'd be kind of funny, but I think I'm just going to show up alone.
0: That's absolutely fair. Uh, so what does uh, Elion look like showing up here?
2: Uh, so Elion is wearing loose, flowy pants, kind of similar to harem pants in a way. So they've got kind of the, not sheer fabric, but very light, flowy fabric to them. Um, they're wearing a, this is sheer. It's a sheer top that kind of looks like a collared shirt but not it doesn't have a collar on it. It's got a low neck, like a swoop neck on it, and the sleeves billow out and come to cuffs at the end. And underneath that sheer is a rather uh tight fitting shirt that has gold detailing. I'm sorry, silver detailing, because you know, their skin's bluish tint to it. So I think silver would look better. Uh silver detailing at the shirt that's underneath, um, which you can see you know, with the little bit of a swoop neck to it, and uh, through the sheerness of it, and they're just kind of in like whites and blacks and um, kind of gray neutral tones. Um, their hair is done back and in a braid going down uh, their back.
0: Out of curiosity, on a statistical level, what is Elian's appearance?
2: It's only a two, which I think is average.
0: Uh, that is. Uh... Not to say that the clothes that Elian has picked uh, are average by any sense. Uh, you are certainly drawing, uh, drawing more attention than you probably have uh, before. But you are also surrounded by people who make this their living.
2: <laughs> I imagine they're just kind of here to exist and support, you know, the whole endeavor. But also keep an eye out because Divine invited some people. And I'm sure some people that we want to keep tabs on. So that's going to be my job the whole night is just keeping eyes on people.
0: All right. Uh, Next up is Desert Bloom, who comes in with their usual finery, metal heels, everything like that. Uh, And on their arm is the other captain kahy uh, kakoki who seems to be in a rather jovial mood and is wearing a uh, ceremonial garb uh that is very similar to Divine's uh, kimono but it has the uh the red the red trimmings of uh of his uh of his former house uh, while that he's not he he definitely shows pride in where that he comes from even if he does not work for them anymore uh, other people come in members of the guild members of uh, members of other families members of other bits of the underworld and at some point Ricky and Moya come in
1: probably like 20 minutes after opening like fashionably late but they're certainly late Late enough, Ricky didn't have to hear Devine's fucking mouth. Had to stop for falafels on the way, you know. You know, get some real fucking food. So, uh,
0: what does Ricky look like?
1: I imagine Ricky's uh, outfit is very, um... Like, classy gangster. You know, like... There's, like... It's a lot of blacks and reds, his normal color scheme. Probably, like, a dark red vest and tie with... Like, black pants and, like, a tailored black overshirt. You know, there's a couple, like, tasteful jewelry options. Maybe, like, like a chain around his belt or, like, a couple of rings. Uh, his, his crazy motley mohawk that is normally, like, sticking out and, like, has, like, burnt ends is uh, not so gelled this time. Not, like, slicked back necessarily, but, like, parted almost. And the flecks of, like, ash and, like, burnt bits are, like, dispersed to have, like, a salt and pepper look. Very together, which is a stark difference from how he normally looks. He carries, uh, his staff is a little bit tall to be used like a cane, but he does kind of, uh, he does kind of, like, utilize it to, like, aid in his walk, not so much just carry on, like, a bum, you know, like, like a statement, sort of, kind of. Uh, um, over one of his, the cuffs of his, um, uh over shirt is a very is a very visible shackle that he wears. I think that about covers it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um on your uh on on your arm is the form of Moya, who has taken to a uh traditional cheer skewering garb, uh much like uh Ferris's, but in a little bit more eye-catching colors. Uh bright bright pinks and reds uh, that kind of complement yours. Um, And there's a little bit of uh, sparkle in the material that uh, she's using. Uh, When you guys come in, the club itself is popping, as the kids say. Uh, hosts are moving to and fro to other uh, tables as that iced coffees are being served. And there is a bar where that those who do not wish to deal with hosts are hanging out and milling about. There are roughly eight tables in the center of the, uh, of the club that have big plush, comfortable looking seats in them um, where that, In some cases, uh, there will be one, two, maybe even three people seated per, but there will always be, uh, a host there with them. Uh, the hosts range from, uh, men to women, um, and are very fancy looking, uh, they are drawing everyone's attention and seem to be. Uh, flagging down some of the wait staff to help, like, move drinks, get libations, uh, get people uh, other things. Um, it, it's a very jovial atmosphere, and you can see that everyone is doing their best to enjoy it. Thank you all for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not give us a follow on Twitter for more updates as to when we'll be releasing episodes. You can also give us a like or review on your podcast app of choice. Just a few quick button clicks and you can help us defeat the dreaded algorithm boss. The theme song for this game was Main Theme by Alexander Nakarada, copyright 2019, used under a Creative Commons license. And hey, for making it this far, I saw that cool thing you did, so have some stunt dice.
4: Honestly, I don't really have anything in mind. My biggest thing is eventually, I, I really need to spend points soon, and I know everything I'm going to be spending it on is longer than three days.
0: That is completely fair.
4: Umami's place?
0: Uh, So, the desert bass looks...
3: Pescatarian. Fuck those water animals.
4: Brendan, who's talking to me right now? Uh, Your brother. Okay. The, the way that he was talking just sounded off so I just wanted to verify.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm trying to like get his voice back in my head and it's it's a little hard.
4: Yeah and you also said like y'all's family and your matriarch so that's why I was like
2: uh our family? Yeah it was throwing me off too. That's why I was like who are you I thought you're supposed to be me and your brother here. And the southern accent kind of threw me off too.
0: No that that's totally fair. Um so when that he says y'all's family, you are still a part of the uh your your name is Resh, but you're part of the same family that uh that the rest of the, the crew is a part of.
4: Gotcha, okay.
0: Does that make a little bit more sense?
4: Yeah, that makes more sense.
0: It's one of those uh he didn't want to put you in the same family as him because that would be nepotism like you're totally allowed to get promoted to like where that you are but he wants you to do it by your own like merit
4: gotcha basically the whole like yes you're my sister but I want you to do it on your own not what by your name exactly I'm picking up what you're putting down
0: sorry I, I got a thing of chips
4: Oh man, did I make him speechless?
0: Okay, let me just look up real quick what the actual uh styles are for Chiaroscuro because I have them in my head, but I don't want to like
3: I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a brothel probably, probably
0: You know what Cody's... I mean, Cody.
2: <laughs> I I was gonna say Brendan phrasing, think about what you just said. All
1: right, All right, I think so... every I think that went through <laughs> everyone's mind, but Cody is the motherfucker who went there, so I will never not go there.
3: Oh, man. I've got, like, nothing for an instill roll. Yeah, I've got zero presents. Listen here, bud. I've got three questions you can ask any girl to make her fall in love with you. You just gotta buy my book and the audio tape that comes with it.
0: No, we are not doing pickup artists. <laughs> Those guys are such assholes. Just pay five payments
1: of $50 for my master class.
3: Well, you're at it. I've got some verb for you.
0: It's not a parent scheme, bro. <laughs> okay. Uh, Elian or Ricky, is there anything that you guys would like to do before we open the doors? Hmm. Christina, you got anything?
2: I mean, unless you guys want to know what I'm unaware of, but I figure that's probably better for the actual like whole thing.
1: I feel like I may have something, but I don't know what it is yet, and I don't I don't have time to think about it. I'm just gonna say no. So if you have something, I might be able to think on it more. But if you don't, then I won't worry about it.
2: I mean, I know I need to go and talk to I think it was Minami at some point about something. Uh, but I have to look back in my notes.
1: Everyone else had their had their cool moment where they went and got their needle outfit. Why don't you do it?
2: Because Ellion already has an outfit for stuff.
1: <laughs> oh okay.
2: They don't they don't <laughs> They have very basic stuff, and they've got like one nice outfit to wear for things already.
1: Uh, I don't have anything in mind, particularly, Brendan. Unless you have something you want me to interact with,
0: uh, not that I can think of, because uh, last la- last uh, last session was pretty big on you and Cody uh, going around and just kind of fucking about, like in the best possible way. Yeah. So, in that case, we are at about an hour on the recording. If you guys want to stand up, stretch your legs, go get something to drink, I'm going to offload, and then we're going to open up the doors of the Cordial Crane.
3: Dope. I got a nice, concise opening speech. Enough that I'm fine with it. I should have written it earlier, but I'm going to go smoke, and uh, we'll be right back. I'll take you all on my phone with me.
0: Um and before that we continue, I would like to know, uh Cody, what do you think that uh traditional Luxai Garb looks like?
3: I imagine since Luxai is uh very heavily influenced by Japanese culture, uh it's a fine kimono, like a really nice shiny electric blue silk kimono with uh gold embroidery and on the back of his kimono is a uh, golden fan outstretched across the shoulders.
0: So while that I do like that and I'm down for you keeping that, I just want you to know uh, for the future that look shy, uh because divine is a weirdo uh, com- comparatively to look shy. Uh, this does make uh, sense but for the future, look shy is a militaristic state. So look shy and finery is like military uniform. Ah,
3: I mean, we could make it a military uniform. Dress blues would look nice.
0: Okay. Yeah. Then, uh, we'll let's, uh, let's, let's get a description of, I guess the, the military like dress blues, like it's still going to have like that, uh, kind of like that Japanese flair, uh, to it but it's going to be more like uh, I want to say it's like it would be closer to like uh, like feudal era like fanciness because like, like I said look shines are military like hardcore
3: yeah like when you said military my first thought was like the state alchemist uniform from full metal alchemist like kind of contemporary but not super flashy or are you I, thinking more classical?
0: I was thinking more classical, but I could kind of see that just maybe a little bit more like, uh, no, I, you know what? I can totally see that as being their thing. And you know what? If you wanted to go with the, if you would rather go with the kimono, I can just edit this out and we can go with the kimono. Cause that also makes sense because the, uh, the, the, you know, the crime family is super based off of like Japanese yakuza culture. So,
3: yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say let's go with the kimono, cause again, like, divine's fucking weird.
0: Yeah, I'm down with that.
3: Home of Heroes finest company and cold coffee. God damn it! I
0: forgot the
3: <laughs> wow, <laughs> run it back. And you know what? This is Brit's fault because that was a Facebook notification of her replying to my comment.
4: Well, maybe you shouldn't comment stupid things.
3: Alright, from the top. That was really good. Thanks, that's been a whole, like, first half of the session on it.